Hi, I'm Tally. Hi, I'm Tony. And we're book lovers. Who are lazy? Hi. Hello. Hi, everyone. Hi. Another week. Yeah, it feels really weird to we doing like once a month we're kind of just letting you guys or what like having a general chat about what we've been reading and stuff with you guys um and it has actually been a month since we did our first recording oh good yeah look at so us by the time this comes out the podcast will have been out for a month <laughs> we followed through with something we're very proud of ourselves and we just want to let you know this wasn't just like chatting and never getting around to it see we were both like hey we should do this podcast and then just immediately started planning it because we knew it would never get anywhere otherwise would like yeah I think I think I kind of made a joke to you about podcasts or something and then you made a joke back of like we should do one haha <laughs> and I was like no but seriously yeah. and then, we're like, <laughs> and then I think <laughs> I think for two days we didn't speak and then you messaged like actually <laughs> yeah we're actually gonna do this right um, Frilzy, though. yeah so we both wanted to do one separately I actually tried to start one at the beginning of the year and after about I think only two episodes got released and I recorded about four I just didn't have the motivation to do it by myself but we're good at mm. we motivate each other and it's nice to have someone to talk to <laughs> yeah and it's just sort of I'll do the things I need to do for the podcast for fear of like I'm accountable to you but I'm accountable to someone else <laughs> yeah. and we might be accountable to our followers one day mm. are you there <laughs> say hi, <laughs> but yeah, hi. Right. on those days where you might think oh I'm too tired to do it you're like no I've got to do it because I'm booked in mm -hmm. I need to get on with it and let's do this so, so we are being adults we followed through it's we did the thing check us out so this is going to be like a casual one. We're just going to talk about what we've been reading or if we've not been reading, what we've been buying or our excuses for not reading or just books in general. It's just going to be a casual book chat, hey? Yeah. Casual, casual book chat. We're always buying even if we're not reading. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I.e. me. <laughs> and looking okay, at Okay, did we want to do your decent list or my tiny list first? <laughs> I'll go first. So yeah. I have physical reading, not great. I've been getting for a lot of audiobooks. Yep. And I'm on my third one, and they're all horror. Okay. Spooking myself out as I'm doing housework. Spooky, spooky, spooky. Um so I started off, I think I mentioned this in another episode, I, one called Pine by Francine Toon, I think it is. And it was like a horror from a child's point of view. And I said to me, oh, I think you did, yeah. Vibing on it, it ended up being like really, really good. And I think the choice of it being from a kid's point of view worked really, really, really well. And it went it yeah. was unexpectedly dark because I kind of, 
even though it was an adult book because it was from the point of view of a 10 year old I just started thinking in my head it's a middle grade book so it, it was a lot darker than I thought it was going to be mm. that was really really good I definitely if you want to read it I would definitely recommend the audio because it's based in Scotland and it just okay. sounds better with the actual accent oh yeah 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 because um school is like that because it's all in an Irish accent they're Irish characters yeah. and because I'd listened to the audio books first listening to that was just so much better because I could hear the accents in my yeah. head because I'm not <laughs> very good at accents like if I'm reading an accent I'm not going to read it in the accent I'm just gonna oh, well if I've heard it first like I've heard the character yeah. in an audiobook yeah. then I hear it in the accent yeah and I think it just really adds to it like eerie atmosphere and like the the childlike thing of it mm. yeah I don't know how you listen to horror I couldn't do it yeah a lot as well <laughs> so that <laughs> so that book is about a young girl whose mum died when she was a baby or no didn't die her mum went missing and was never found so is presumed dead right and she lives with her dad who never really got over the loss of his wife who was like the absolute love of his life and he's kind of a bit of a drunk and a bit of a not like a waste of space but probably viewed that way by people in the small town Mm. and then strange occurrences start happening and um the young girl lauren starts kind of getting involved in it and her and a few other teenagers start trying to do like a scooby-doo type thing to find out what's happening okay but it's not it's not fun and games at all oh no (laughs) yeah no ew (laughs) I can't like watching it I'm okay with like reading it even like listening to it because like when I've listened to audiobooks and a like dramatic bit is coming up I'm just sat there like what do I do what do I do because I always like do things or I'm like hands (laughs) yeah (laughs) like what do I do (laughs) but to be fair I do listen to audiobooks for sleep and I don't think horror books would be a good mix They're probably not the right genre for going to sleep are they? No, yeah but yeah so I, I haven't looked into it but I feel like the whole book could potentially be perhaps a metaphor for like trauma and PTSD or something okay um, I don't know it might just be me reading too much into it but that's how it felt to me what if you read that into it that's like how it came across yeah yeah. (laughs) what you get from it is what you get from it (laughs) yeah yeah, and that's very much how it felt to me it was like yeah kind of surprisingly good I had high expectations going in because I'd only heard good things but then for some reason I just like I don't know like I put myself into a corner of thinking it wasn't going to be as horrific as it would be because I was like oh it's like a kid's horror but it wasn't yeah (laughs) So yeah, it was just really, really good. And it's like, yeah. And then when I finished that, I listened to my first reread of 2021. Ooh. It was a book I read at the end of 2019 called Rules for Vanishing by Kate Alice Marshall. And I loved it then. And I decided to, I saw it as an audio, so I decided to listen to it last time I read it. Mm. And yeah, it, it is still a five star. It was yeah that's what I've been doing is re-listening to books that I want to reread to stop me rereading them that's been my sort of loophole 
but all this did was remind me that I need to physically buy this book because I just yeah I just yeah and it held up and there's a few kind of twisty things in it and even though I couldn't remember it all because it was was a while ago I read it but I remembered a few kind of little bits and then kind of seeing it was really good to see the breadcrumbs all the way through hinting to it that I'd obviously never picked up on the first time round it didn't take oh, away like it made me like like it more because I was like oh it's so obvious even though <laughs> the first time you read it it isn't obvious so yeah <laughs> yeah it was really cool to look at kind of all that foreshadowing and stuff and be like oh yeah and- I don't know about you I sometimes find those things easier to pick up as a listener than I do as a reader. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah, because a different part of your brain is like picking it up, perhaps. Or something. Mm. I, yeah, it was really good. So that one's about a, it's like a folklore game of okay. this road that appears and you're supposed to walk down it holding hands and you go see a little girl called Lucy something or other, I can't remember her surname. And that's kind of what the game is. So yeah. on a certain day, you skip down the road holding hands with someone in pairs to go see Lucy. So when the book starts, it follows, there's like six of them, these teenagers. And the main character, her sister went missing the year before. And she knows that her sister was obsessed with this road. Oh, okay. And then everyone in the school gets a text on this day saying, are you going to come and play with Lucy or something along those lines? So her and her group of friends go and decide to see if it's true because they think that Becca went missing on doing this game. And yeah. they go through, they follow, they, the road appears and they follow down it. And there's seven gates they have to get through. And you, if you leave the road, you'll die and things like this. And it turns out that there's actually quite true. So oh. it's, not, it's not like the rules are very to the point you need to follow them (laughs) so they end up in this world that like a different world and it's everything wants to kill them or keep them there basically and they also come across like people who have been stuck there like other travelers people who have been there for decades and stuff like that oh okay so it's a bit (laughs) jumanji-ish kind of but there's not really like game it's scary yeah, yeah kind of so yeah there's like people that have been stuck there for decades because their partner died and you need to be a pair to get oh. so then there's a little bit of a yeah you kind of got to keep your partner alive as well or you've got if you go through in a group you've got to keep an even number or mm. you'll end up with a you might have to leave someone behind kind of scenario and it's oh really interesting creepy. so creepy Some of it really gave me chills. I was like, oh my God. And that's a YA, but it's so creepy. Yeah. That sounds like a really good one. Yeah. And all the way through, I was picturing it and I was like, oh, I want to do so much fan art for this, (laughs) (laughs) which I haven't had a book for a while that I've been like, I want to make art about it. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. You could do so much cool, spooky stuff and like. And just like the picture of two kids on a road as well and ugh. yeah and the, the cover for it is actually fantastic there's two covers like the English one and the US one and I definitely recommend looking them up but it's kind of they're both very similar it's like a road with a silhouette of a person and trees around it but the trees make like the shape of a woman oh so, yeah 
really, really good. So I very much, very much recommend that book if you want to read some horror, because especially for a YA, it's really, really spooky. And it has a bit of um like a mixed media element as well. So some of it's notepad, some of it's Oh, okay. I like those ones. But the book I'm currently listening to, the third horror audio of this month. You. It's called The Twisted Ones by T. Kingfisher. And I'm not I'm about halfway through it. It's about a woman whose grandma who she hated, like she wasn't a very nice person. No one liked this grandma, has died. And her dad asks her to go and clean the house out. And she's like, oh, okay, I'll go and take a look. So she drives cross country with her dog. And when she gets there, it turns out that the nan was a hoarder and the whole house is like hoarded, including a room full of dolls, like dead baby dolls, yeah. as she describes them. Um, <laughs> and she quickly discovers <laughs> there's a little, a little haunting something going on. But is it a haunting haunting or is it like a creepy little live thing she doesn't know i don't want to spoil or anything to anyone listening because i don't think tony's yeah. gonna read it but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what you were just talking about reminds me of that so she she sees something she's in bed asleep and her dog mm-hmm. wakes her up and she's like i can't move my head because if i move my head they'll see she just has this fear then and there's like something at her window and she knows if she moves her head you know when you just sometimes when you wake up and you're like if I move they'll know even though (laughs) it doesn't make sense yeah (laughs) plays on all these insecurities that every human probably has yeah yeah. so much like I actually think because I've been listening to it a lot today I struggled to sleep tonight because of it and then the next day when she wakes up she's like I can go outside because they can't come out in the daytime. That's the rule, right? <laughs> like, you yeah. Know, like, that's the rule. They can't come scare me in the daytime. <laughs> and it's so true, isn't it? Because you do think those things, like, something might scare you so much at night, but then in the day you're like, I'm safe in the day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My magic. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if you watch Simpsons very much, but there's, like, an episode where Lisa wants to go visit Machu Picchu, or however you pronounce that, yeah yeah Marge and Homer have put a tracking device on Bart to see what he's up to because he's causing trouble because he's Bart and yeah Bart finds out and puts a tracking device on a bird and Lisa finds out that that bird is hibernating to Machu Picchu so she doesn't say anything and uh, so the family go on a trip following this bird because then Lisa can see the bird and Bart's at home alone and he, he flicks like a few days where he's like during the day he's like daytime's fun and then he's like nighttime's scary daytime's fun. <laughs> so true <laughs> yeah that that is me when I house um when I cats it this other house it's a bit more times I've done it the better it's been but yeah <laughs> yeah like this book is so creepy and says like this little phrase it's something like and the twisted ones twisted their bodies or something like that and it gets yeah. re- sprinkled throughout, obviously, where she's it's getting in her mind a bit more. So she says it a few, she reads it a few places. She starts like dropping it in when she's talking about something else, or she'll be thinking about something else and it'll just drop in. And every time it's there, I'm like, no, no, thank you. So it's spooking me out a lot more than I thought it would. <laughs> Stop, I need to get it done. I'm halfway through. To I've be got- fair. I have written horror, and even though that I'm tapping into that thing, that's 
that's fine that bit I'm fine with so that yeah watching it or writing it is the acceptable <laughs> um, so. so have you ever seen Midsummer? I think mm. it's Ariasta yeah and I was like <laughs> oh so daytime isn't safe either thanks because <laughs> yeah. it's a horror film set entirely in the daytime yeah in the nice bright countryside yeah yeah beautiful countryside I never actually saw the end of that you know I watched it around a friend and then we started it too late and then I was and then it was like 3am and I had to go I can't remember why I think we were just the ending the ending is like haunting oh my god watch it yeah I've got to the bit I think I got as far as the bit where they're at like the cliffs and stuff oh my god you've got loads left yeah did you see what happened at the cliffs yeah so I must not have got very far there I don't know I don't remember it was ages ago I would say that's like I know like a third of the way through maybe ah I really like the actress that's in that though so Pew what's her name she's been in loads of stuff recently (laughs) yeah I love her she's so cool she's Mm. a black widow isn't she I like her in Little Women as well yeah, I've not watched that yet. Oh, uh, there's a have you seen the clip of the speech she gives though? Is that the one where she's like, I, I needed to get married because I don't have the options that you have? Yeah, for me, like marriage is an economic proposition. Yeah. I'm like, fire girl. <laughs> Your girlfriend. Um, yeah. yeah. Have you seen Hereditary, his other film? I feel like that's another one that my friend has made me watch. Um, Again, the films the films don't get to me. It's written or I think audio I've never listened to audio and I don't intend to however I, when, I, when I have read anything scary books it definitely stays with me a lot more like horror films don't really get to me and scary even like suspense films because I think there's, there's just too many cues and like the music and the angle and you can just tell when the scary thing is going to happen yeah that's um, why I think it's like good when they're clever ones that's why I like Ari Aster because they're clever horror yeah yeah too many horrors fall on the jump scares and the music that's going to tell you something's going to make you scared or whatever or like when you get these ones that are like trying to be deep so then like you have a whole movie of like suspense and like pointless stuff happening but nothing scary ever happens and then there's no jump scares but then like nothing happens and then there's like some weird arty farty conclusion I can't even remember I can't tell you the names of these films that I've been made to watch but I've got one friend who likes certain like likes to recommend certain types of horror films and creepy films to my other friend who then makes me watch them with him I make it easy to watch them because I'm just like he's about to die he's around that corner <laughs> like, how do yeah. you know that no <laughs> friends that I'm thinking of I used to watch horror films with him and be the same yeah <laughs> I'm scared, so I'm going to talk out loud about what I think is going to happen and make everyone feel better. (laughs) Well, I think, yeah, I remember seeing one with, like, a bunch of girl mates when I was in high school, and they're all there, like, everyone's, like, holding each other's arms and stuff. And I was like, she's going to die. And they're like, no, shh, shut up, shh. And then she died, and they were like, you ruined it. (laughs) You're like, no, you just didn't pick up on all the the cues that she was they make it so obvious she was blonde and she fell over she was of course she was gonna die that's such a boring trope isn't it when they fall over. i think that one was like prom night oh yeah 
yeah remake on a wick the one that came out in 2010 it would have been like around then or 20 yeah. 2009 yeah remake yeah. and then the other book yeah <laughs> one of the book I started this month and it's a court of mist and fury now I've got a question about this you know how the series is called Akatar? yep does anyone try to I know we write them as an ac- acronym does anyone try to say it because I can't work it out if they do A-C-O-M-A-F I don't I don't I don't think that's a thing I thought Akatar was the acronym for like the whole series the whole series of Court of Fawn and Roses yeah Uh but when people are talking about the books in text individual books yeah they just shorten it all and I was wondering if anyone actually has tried to say them apart from Akatar (laughs) Because yeah, Akamuf, Akamuf, Akamuf. That's not quite as catchy as a hashtag Akamuf. No, hang on, that's not even right, is it? Missed and oh, that's an A. Not even that is Akamaf. Akamaf. How you going? Getting on with the old Akamaf. Please, uh, I know the followers of these books are very pre- like protective of them, so please leave us alone. We're not mocking the books <laughs> or the acronyms. I've never heard anyone. Say yeah, please, please don't try and cancel us. <laughs> I read Akamat. I'm reading Akamat. Not as far in as I'd hoped I would be, even though I actually feel like I can't put it down. But when I look at how much I've read, I obviously can put it down. It looks like you're about halfway. Hearing. Third. If that was me, I'd call that like a generous halfway. Well, I'm on page 200 or something of 600 or something. So I'd say a third. Nah, that's halfway. <laughs> so I, I briefly said a little something like this to you the other day. Obviously, it's the second book, so I can't really talk much about it. Yeah. Um, but I'm not sure if maybe Sarah J. Mass intended it to just be one book or whatever because she's kind of done a bit of a 180 on some personalities in this book to suit how the rest of the series is going to go yeah is is there a long gap between one was published and the other I don't know because it could have been like obviously the first one's the debut was that her first ever novel as well did any of her other series get published before that I honestly don't know that's just a vibe I've got because I feel like Obviously, I don't want to. It, it could be, it could be if she wrote the first one and then that took a long time to get traction with a publisher. There can be a quite a long gap between you writing your first one and your second one. Yeah. And you might develop as a writer, or you might not like the original direction, or depending on how you were published for the first one, you might not have had as, as much creative control over the editing, or vice versa. Someone might have had more control over the editing in the later books. There's like a lot going. That's why a lot of people do indie publishing because there's that to play with as well. Yeah. Or it yeah. could be that she never saw it was going to be a series, and then the publishers were like, "Here's some money." <laughs> yeah. Well, like the first one is a Beauty and Beast retelling, and it ends very, I mean, somewhat abruptly. Like it wasn't a, a I don't know. Like it wasn't an ending I was satisfied with, but okay, it was everything was tied up. Like it could have been. A standalone and that was the end okay and it's very clear there's our protagonist there's a love interest i.e the beast 
yep. blah, blah, blah. And then there's a few people along the way, obviously. And then in this one, there's a bit of a, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm trying hard to, obviously, <laughs> you know, and it, uh, to be honest, I mean, I went into this, I've seen enough memes. I knew the names of certain characters and I knew yeah. the whole way there's through a- the first one. I was like, well, this isn't. Yeah, I'm- there's a change in tone. <laughs> yeah. So the whole way through the first one, I was like, well, I'm not going to get too involved in some of these storylines because I already know there's other names in the future. So I know that some of these storylines mm. pan out. But I feel like in order to make the additional, the new storylines work, Sarah J Mass did a bit of a, oh, we'll just sort of mix up this personality <laughs> a bit to make it make sense. Yeah. Because we need to create a bit of, tension so we're just yeah. going to change them a little bit doesn't really align because I've read them quite close together as well yeah is uh, this the one that how many books is in this series because I get this different series is mi- mixed up I think this is three and oh, okay yeah oh well no wait is it four which one is the six is that throne of glass that's a different series though. Oh, I don't know that. <laughs> um Oh, yeah, I've got the first one of that, I think. Is that the House of Earth and Blood? Yeah, I've got all of them. I bought all of the Throne of Glass and I bought all of Avatar. And, well, yeah, I went. that was on one of my previous splurges. (laughs) And I was like, I really hope I like this person because I have many of them. (laughs) Oh, yeah, when uh, I actually saw a TikTok today where someone was like, how does someone pick like their favorite author I can't have a favorite author and they say your favorite author should be the one you have the most books of and they were like but the person I have the most books of is Cassandra Clare and I refuse that to be my favorite author (laughs) (laughs) hey there are worse (laughs) uh, fantasy series in the world that's not um that's not dumb on Cassie I've never read any of it but that might not want to be your favorite author eh? um I think in terms of, I don't know, she's fairly unproblematic from what I know. But this is why I won't get any more literary tattoos of authors that, about books that are like the author is still alive because J.K. Rowling. <laughs> I mean, even Sarah J. Mass, hey, I won't buy yeah, them now. I'm yeah. Buying them, I won't buy them. I just think between all the social media and then the interviews and stuff, there is just too many ways to discover that the person behind these books their ideals don't necessarily align with yours yeah um and it's yeah and then you're like okay this is on my body forever and I don't want people to think this represents me yeah exactly (laughs) oh okay I'm just looking at her website to see Mm. the book so the Akatar series is Akatar, Akamath, Akawar (laughs) and Akafras, Akafas. Akafas. If it's not a thing, we're going to make it a thing. (laughs) Mist of Fury, Wings and Ruin, Frost and Starlight. So I I think they're all about Feyre. Okay. But then underneath there's a picture of another one called Catwoman. And it's grouped, the pictures are grouped together on her website like it's part of the series. But I really don't think it's part of the series. I I, I assume not, because then she's really deviating from the naming. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then the court of silver flames so it's yeah different wording is the same universe but it follows a different character 
Oh, okay, That's right. Be the start of a new series, or if it's a one-off, I don't know. I've not got that far. Okay. I just, well, I have all of them. <laughs> I think it follows Feyre's sister. Is my understanding. Okay. So prior to reading them, I watched Cindy. She's a YouTuber. Yep. Her channel was called Read with Cindy, but now I think it's just called With Cindy. I watched her. She read. She's read all of them, and yep. I've watched her videos where she just rips. Well, not rips them, but she's she's like very sarcastic, and she likes to poke fun at things. So yeah. I <laughs> so I. That's why I kind of had a rough idea of like names and love interests and stuff but now I'm trying to like erase what what I learned yeah see I try to avoid all the TikToks about it mostly because there are so many that if you start interacting with it that's it that's your whole feed because that did happen to me well I I never had any intention of reading them so I was like I'll watch Mm -hmm. her videos on them just for background yeah I didn't really listen to them because I had no intention of reading them but she just made loads of like fairy dong jokes and I loved it so (laughs) um and I was disappointed to find that the first first one was not spicy but also not disappointed because I said why I shouldn't be spicy but I noticed the second one it says contains mature content not suitable for younger readers so the second one should be a new adult book I wonder if the publishing house did change or something then. Something must have changed. Yeah, because it clearly says on the back, not for younger readers. So this, whilst the first one can go in YA, I've read it, the, the spice is milk level spice. Um, <laughs> this one, I mean, nothing's happened so far. I'm not at the infamous chapter 55, but this one apparently does have a spicy chapter, which is why I know it's chapter 55. And it says on it, not for younger readers, so I'm pleased with that. Hmm. Can't really talk about the book, obviously, because you've not read it and it's the second in the series. So that's all I can talk about. Spice yep. and characters. And cool. some of my favourite characters from the first one. Eh, don't mind now. Whatever. Okay, so it changes that dramatically. Yeah, like, there's a best friend in the first book and I'm like, that banter, he's a brilliant friend. I love him. Top-notch friend. You know, Oh, in my top five best friends ever in in literature. And now I'm like, actually don't care. Oh, no. I, I hate that. That way, because it feels like poor writing. Like, I don't, not poor writing. It feels like bad character development. And you just feel a bit let down, I guess, because you've, like, attached this character and now it's like, okay. Everyone's always <laughs> like, oh, when you read the first one, ha, 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 because all the characters you love, ha, 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 you're not going to love them anymore. And it's like, yeah, okay, but if, why? <laughs> if it's because of kind of rough character development, it's not really a ha ha ha. It's a yeah, eh, like why did you do that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's a difference. There's a difference between being like some you find out something about that character, which means you'll hate them, and the authors decided to take that character in a different direction, so it's writing them differently. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to do that, then you need to give an event that sets that change in personality off. Exactly. Otherwise, it is just like, hey, I've just decided to, you know, like when a TV show recasts, it's like they recast your character, yeah. your favourite character. And you're like, who the hell is this? If they're not right for the part, yeah. that's what it feels like. That's the dissonance you start to feel of like, what happened? <laughs> and OK, so with that, obviously, I'm trying not to go down spoiler territory. Yeah, yeah. Read it, but. As, we, as it's a fantasy book, the first one, 
obviously something dramatic happens something life-threatening happens because it's a fantasy. yeah 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 of course and then obviously there's some sort of resolution at the end and the characters clearly have trauma and serious PTSD yep. from what happened in the first book I like that I like that a lot mm-hmm. he you know the she's very clear that they have this but she only really lets one of the characters delve into it and another character okay. she's just like this character's a dick now because this happened and it's like well that's like uh, no. <laughs> but also no but also yes but do you see what I mean yeah okay yeah I don't want to say much more obviously but yeah yeah that's my biggest bugbear with it so far because I read them quite close together how they ended and the first three chapters of the next book didn't align for me so did you kind of open the next one you were just there like what is this (laughs) is this a new book it didn't end on like happily ever after but it ended in a a resolution and it didn't quite carry on with that resolution okay oh yeah I don't know I'm, I'm hoping the rest of it's good I think that now from this book I think she had a clear idea of what she wants to do and I think it will go very very well mm. maybe if the rest of them are all kind of aligned then you'll be just like okay you'll feel yeah, like everyone else does does that like well the first book is what it is like yeah <laughs> maybe like the first book just needs to be treated as a standalone almost <laughs> Oh, like, yeah. oh, I don't know. But yeah, I'm enjoying them. But I do have my little problems with it. But I do feel like my problem of that, of them just not quite aligning well, I don't think that'll be a problem with the other books, this one. Yeah. Like, yes. And that's enough of me talking about Akamath. Akamath. <laughs> <laughs> I spoke way too long about that. <laughs> that's all right. It's, my section's going to be so short. I was just going to see if I can find the dates in a quick way, but I'm not sure I can. What for? Of a court of thought, like to see if there were, there's a, how big the gaps are. No, so they're one year after the other. Maybe she wouldn't change it. It just doesn't read that way to me. Yeah, 2015, 2016, 2017, and then that Silver Flames one was 2021. Maybe it's just me. Maybe, or maybe I'm not the right age range for it, which is why I'm reading too much into it. I don't know. <laughs> but I don't normally have that issue with, like, YA books or whatever. Yeah. Well, they're usually quite... Like, even if they're they're cheesy books, they're, like, a readable kind of cheesy. Yeah. It's very rare you'll find something that is badly written. Yeah, and, like, it's not badly written it's just rushed character development that's what it mm. is to get to serve a purpose yeah. and when you've read a whole book it feels a bit like a disservice to those characters if you know what I mean yeah I've already read 400 pages or whatever about and 500 pages I yeah I get I it I don't want within 100 pages you to change it it should be done slowly and make sense I don't know yeah I mean that would wind me up maybe sure. I just wasn't ready to let go of the characters <laughs> the first one I don't know Mm. when you read it we can talk about it more and see what you I think will, I will eventually I might be alone in this whole viewpoint we might end up with like loads of people hating us for me saying that oh my god please don't cancel us we haven't been around very long <laughs> please be nice <laughs> in a nice way I was saying that I wanted more character development thank you 
these are very good. <laughs> I'm really enjoying like what seems to be the storyline of this one because yeah. the first one, the like main kind of plot driver forward, I wasn't really here for yeah. that. I was like, that's a bit boring. Okay. I liked everything. Okay, so next, next results. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I just yeah. Well, I've got them all, so eventually I'll read them. I'm just trying to steer clear of series, is is is, but I think I'm running out of standalones, standalones or short series. Then again, I didn't mean to read a series because I thought moving, you know, segueing smoothly into my books. Yeah, I thought, yeah. oh, I forgot the name of the series. I literally just said it to you like 10th Blood and Ash. Blood oh, and yeah, from Blood and Ash, that series. I think it's the actual official title for the series is the Blood and Ash series, but no one appears to call it that anywhere. They call it from Blood and Ash like series, oh. but it's all like from Blood and Ash. And then that's the name for like the whole thing. I always but thought it, that was just a standalone book. Yeah, so I thought it was like a standalone and then I was like, okay, it's a duology because I bought two books together on Amazon and then it turns out there was a third and then it turns out there's a fourth one due to be released in December, which I was very upset about because I signed up for a duology. (laughs) I did not sign up for this much. Yeah, and then I got the third and I was like, because I have to know what happens and then now I've got to get the fourth because I still have to know what happens. So... Bloody awful. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, why didn't because it does have a completely different cover, the third one. The designs don't like the first and second match up perfectly. Third doesn't match. I so I thought their readers like that. I thought it was a different series. It's too, it's too packed behind me to really get that out of you. But yeah, I thought it was a different series. So when I saw it on Amazon as like a pack of three, I was like, there must be a, the first book of another one or a standalone. No, it's the same series. So I have done a very bad job reading this month. And I really don't have a reason except life. I don't know. I can't. T- I don't know, guys. I don't, this you, you, The podcast takes up a lot of time. <laughs> Work trying to not die at the gym um (laughs) and then I got sick oh it's just been it's been a lot so I've no real good reason except this is the point of the podcast we are lazy book readers (laughs) I mean physical reading I'm very lazy I just turn through audio when I'm doing housework or driving to work yeah if I could commute that would help me in both ways like I'd listen or read like on the commute yeah what about at the gym? Oh, no, because do you do all your sessions with a personal trainer? No, so I only do, I can't afford to do the personal trainer every, every week. So he's every two weeks. So I go at least twice a week, but like I try to aim for three. Sometimes I listen to music, but because I work from home, I sometimes have listened to music the whole day at home. So that's, I, ha- I do listen to podcasts. So, and I have listened to stories at the gym, but the moment, the latest workout is quite full on. And I need something to hype me up a bit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm doing the one where it's timed. Oh, wow. I've, I've got like, a whole section to do and I'm competing with myself. Something like high energy. I just, yeah, I need my gym playlist for that. I sometimes switch back over to a podcast or like some, like a story. Yeah. Um, but even then you're talking sort of hour dribs and drabs, yeah. even if I did that. And I'm not one of those people that I don't like to have constant noise. So yeah also quick one so is the second book the kingdom of flesh and fire yes crown of gilded bones crown of gilded bones yes that's the one i have read this month and then the the last one is the war of two queens 
yeah and that's not out to december very annoyed about <laughs> they've got covers i'm looking at they match up quite well apart from the last one yeah that's what i mean there's two that exactly like they fit and the third one doesn't yeah 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 and then have you seen the cover for the war of two queens yeah it's completely different again doesn't isn't it? it at all why have you done that yeah 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 and so for my thoughts on the book so i'll, I'll try and sort of summarize the plot hmm, you actually don't know anything about it uh, it's set in a world where there are the people called the Ascended. They are immortal, but we don't really know how they come to be that. It's through a mysterious process called the Ascension. Our main character is Poppy. Her full name is like Penemphel. And I've no, I've only ever read that. I've never heard it spoken aloud. So I'm sorry if I've said that wrong. Yeah, but her, all her like friends and stuff call her Poppy. So I'm yeah. just going to call her Poppy from now on. Yeah, that's cool. And she is basically a person that's she's called the, she's called the maiden that's her role in society she is the maiden she must wear a veil at all times she's dressed in all white no one has ever seen her face except her best friend and her personal guards and basically for her what they do is they go through the process of the ascension but her ascension is going to be really important she's like the chosen one for this ascension and because of her it will help a whole new generation of people ascend so ordinary mortal people can ascend how did she get chosen this is the thing she's never given a clear answer on that oh okay okay we still don't know which is this is where she's quite clever she has drawn this out yeah. to the point where i now need to know that's why you've got to keep buying a book <laughs> yeah yeah you still don't really know why she was chosen but you basically whatever the ascended have told her is all complete lies and she is abused by the people who take care of her, the Duke and Duchess. So she was originally a ward of the Queen and she was sent away from the Queen and the capital to the Duke and Duchess because the capital wasn't safe for her because people will try to kill her. So they have the enemies, which are the Atlanteans, who they fought a war with. It was the War of Two Kings. That was about five, six hundred years ago. Devastating war. And within that war, the like most of the Atlanteans were killed. That's what she's been told anyway. She believes that all the Atlanteans are dead and they are the enemy and they are the cause of... So basically they have to live in these walled towns because of creatures called the craven that live out in the woods and in the countryside. And if the craven bite you, you turn into one as well and you kind of basically become a zombie-like creature. But... Yeah, and the craven are quite creepy describing. And Poppy, our main character, has been scratched by a craven and bitten by one, but didn't turn. And they don't, and that's part of her thing. And that's why she has to wear a veil as well, because she's got the scars from the attack on her face. And anyone who saw them would have lots of questions about how did you survive being attacked by a craven? But she doesn't really enjoy her life. She's not allowed to speak to anyone. No one's allowed to speak to her. She must be very demure and quiet and it's really against her nature and she obviously then is not treated very well by the people who take care of her either and kind of no one in her life stops it they kind of try to keep her as safe as possible but they don't really stop any of it not even her she has a very a guard that she's really close to it's like a father to her and he still can't stop it and stuff like that and she doesn't know if she wants to ascend and then she what she does is she escapes quite a lot and so the book kind of opens with her escaping to a very dodgy place called the Red Pearl, which is like a pub slash brothel. And she really sounds a bit like 
a euphemism for something. Yeah, she really shouldn't be there. And it's there she meets our main dude, Hawk. Uh, Hawk, his name is. Uh, his name changes throughout the books because as his identity gets revealed, but he saw Hawk in the beginning. And they have like a little encounter in one of the bedrooms where she set up, sent up to him accidentally. He thinks she's someone else. Spicy stuff in shoes, but nothing really happens. And then she like runs away. And then it turns out he's one of the royal guards. And she kind of knew this during the whole interaction, but she thinks he doesn't know who she is. But does he? Yeah. Um, so <laughs> one of her current guards, not the one that's like a father to her, just another one that's like her friend, gets killed in an attack by supposedly by the Atlanteans. So her guard dies and lo and behold, her replacement royal guard is Hawk. Oh, that's a one, isn't it? Yeah. And then but Hawk sees her for who she is. Well, that's how she feels anyway. She's very naive. Obviously, she's been very protected. So she's like, he sees me for who I truly am. And like, he hates talking to her when she's got the veil on. Her guards are allowed to see her without the veil. So like, he's always just like, take that thing off. Like, and he wants to talk to her. And he's like, and he's asking questions like, are you happy and stuff? And then like, when one of the times she gets taken to the Duke to be punished, which is where he whips her, she doesn't tell him what's happening. Yeah. And then, so she just goes in, then she comes out, and he's like, What just happened? And he's furious. Is he um, like, and then, Who just hurt you? Like that, right? Like, oh, kind of that whole thing. And then there's there's a priestess that teaches her lessons for her role as the maiden. And the priestess also like hits her. And, but that's in the presence of, yeah. So that's in the presence of Hawk. He, she goes to hit her, and Hawk stops it and stuff like that. So obviously, our little girly hearts are fluttering. <laughs> Okay, that sounds kind of good. I don't need another series right now, but that sounds good. Yeah, and then um, basically more attacks by, supposedly again, by the Atlanteans happen on the place where she stays. So Poppy goes to be sent back to the capital to the Queen and she leaves with Hawk, one of Hawk's like best buddy mates in the army and the Royal Guard and then a bunch of other Royal Guards. But as they travel, things can't, aren't quite what they appear. So they go into this town where everyone's acting a bit shifty and it turns out that not all is as it may be seem and then Hawk is not who he said he is. Is this just Family. book one? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Does that mean? Like, it's not that the writing style's not perfect, but the plot and the characters, it's all quite good. It's given me so many vibes from so many other series as well. Yeah. Like, this is what I was saying to you. Like the writing style is sometimes just a smidge immature, but the story and the plot and the world it's set in is quite rich. So you can kind of get over it. And they do use modern speak like dude oh, and yeah. things like that. But it's in like semi-medieval setting. Which doesn't quite work. Which I don't love, but you get used to it. So yeah, at that point, once that's revealed, she's very conflicted about her feelings for him. And as those feelings develop, so do the kind of the plots in both kingdoms, the Atlantean kingdom and the kingdom she came from, the kingdom of the Ascended. The is next few like books the, follow. Yeah, is that the art yeah. story? Yeah, so the, it kind of, as their love grows, they discover more and more of these things. Poppy also has these powers. Oh, um, she can yeah. she can sense emotions oh. and she's always been told not to use oh, them. That, that's a boring power. <laughs> but she can also affect other people, so she can take away pain. Like, uh, so, no, don't worry, you don't watch Marvel films, don't worry. 
that to be like Atlantis in the Marvel films. (laughs) Yeah, so in the beginning, all she can sense is pain. She doesn't have the other emotions, but it develops. So her gifts start to develop and we start to learn about the history of where she came from and all the lies the Ascendant have told because they're obviously the baddies. Like Jasper in Twilight, he can affect emotions. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, this is clearly written by someone who's a fan of the genre. That's how you can kind of tell. There's a lot of stuff in there. But there's so much in there. I was like, oh, I'm getting Shadow and Bone vibes. I'm getting, I'm even getting the selection vibes from some of that. Like, yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, it kind of follows both those plots. You still don't. It sounds like a book you'd really enjoy if you're into other books of a similar genre. Yeah, yeah, you can definitely tell it's by yes, it's written by someone who loves this kind this type of and there's lots of little elements in there. And to be fair, you still don't really know at the end of this third one that you kind of know where why Poppy has these powers, but we don't know what the ascended plan to use her for and why she's the maiden. There was supposedly another maiden before her, and we don't really know what happened to that maiden. There, her parents died in the attack where she gets scratched by the craven, and there's lots of mystery surrounding that attack and why that happened and who betrayed them. So there's a lot, and you still don't really have the answers. So that is there's a lot that's going to be tied up in the next book. Yeah, I hope so. Otherwise, I'm going to go mad. I was reading it, and I was about a hundred pages from the end, and I was like, "There's going to be another fucking book." they haven't there's like there's no way this can be tied up there's no way this can finish so it's gonna be another bloody book <laughs> oh it's also giving me like the giver vibes as well mm. i will say for book two two thirds to almost the entire book is just journeying away from the place she was held with the duke and duchess to where the Atlanteans are going to keep her like the journey she goes through and do I like Hawk? Do I not like Hawk? Do I like Hawk? There's some sex scenes. Then we travel for a bit. And it's like, do I like him? Do I not? Do I trust him? Sex scenes, travel. And that is the most of the second book. Okay. Okay. So it's like not- a nice little sex bit in the middle. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's sex scenes. There's loads of sex scenes throughout. Like, there's a reason it's on the spicy list. When you started saying, like, I thought you were going to be like, it's just a travelling book. And I was going to be like, well, technically, that's all Lord of the Rings was. But there was no sex in Lord of the Rings. Anyway, we can assume. We can make our assumptions. I think canonically. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that's like most. Then that got a bit tiresome. Mm. Um, And then it hits towards the end of book two. And then, like, a bunch of crap happens. So, like, a lot happens at the start like the first three quarters of the first book then it's just like travel confused feelings traveling confused feelings and then like loads happens and then the last one stuff happens throughout and that was quite good are the um (laughs) are the sex scenes good though that I, it was off one of these like spicy books of tiktok lists and i was like mm, yeah but they're not I feel like... spicy are they uh, well it depends no. on the age of the person doing it and just everyone's personal spice level yeah they are probably the most graphically detailed in description of the acts yeah. i have ever read <laughs> um basically <laughs> Yeah, it's basically like tiny porn scenes and then we like go about our fantasy story. 
this sounds exactly like something I would enjoy. <laughs> it was like, you know, you, you can't, I never take it too seriously when people say they're spicy. And then I read that and I was like, all right, okay. Um. <laughs> These are not YA, hey? They. New adult. I'm, I'm hoping they're new adult. I've not <laughs> been to any bookstores where I've seen them. I'm just obsessed with knowing this. Yeah, I don't know. Let me see what them. I don't know if Amazon includes the genre marking. Mm, Amazon doesn't list the genre. Has Google revealed anything? To be fair, nowhere really uses new adult, do they? So, mm, yeah. Mm-mm. Uh, fantasy, fantasy romance, paranormal, vampire romance. So that's a bit of a spoiler about what the Ascended and the Atlanteans are. Um, <laughs> and it's on the internet, so I can tell you that. <laughs> this is why I don't actually read book blurbs. Yeah, I consider that to be a pretty big... Well, not a big bit of information, but yeah. No, it doesn't say. But I'm hoping their class is new. There's another one. When we were talking about like young adult and the cross between new adult, this is definitely one that... If you have it in your bookstore under young adult, you need to move it to like a a section that's like parental advisory. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right. which more yeah, have new adult, they need to have it. Yeah, and it has loads of cr- awfully cringe dialogue that's like, I'm hard for you, baby. Like, ugh! like really cringy like dialogue like that. Like, yeah, that again, like you know what you're doing. And like, ugh! <laughs> I thought it was going to be like, you were describing it as something fun, but now it sounds like a little bit of bad fanfic as well thrown in there. Yeah, just, yeah, do you see where I get the whole slightly immature writing style thing as well? Maybe she's confused about what age range she's writing for. I have no, I like, I don't know too much about the, the author in general, but this is definitely, I think this is her first series for sure. I'm going to try it. You've sold it. You've sold it it's one of those ones it's like a good read if you don't get too pretentious about the writing i mean yeah it's a harmless fantasy series you can enjoy if you want enjoyable reads you leave the pretentious at the door okay yeah yeah that's what i'm saying i'm gonna read the trash i enjoy this is definitely on the line it's not quite like the vampire diaries books awful or those house of night ones they were so cheesy House of Night is like, but the, they're really, there's like 19 books in that series, something stupid. And I read all of them. <laughs> um, Vampire Diaries. Oh, it was awful. Things. Have you read it? I've read, I think the first three. I'm just looking, I've got them all. So I watched the first episode of the show and I was like, this is really cheesy and crap. I'm going to read the books. So I bought, no, I had the series bought for me, the whole series. I read the first book and was like, oh, the show was really, really good. Yeah. So, actually, the show's brilliant. Look at this. Sort yeah. Of they <laughs> I'm a really big fan of the show. So then, all the books were really cheap on Amazon. And I was like, bargain. I got them all secondhand because you can get like one and two combined, That's what and I they're like, know. they're like two pound each. So you get the whole thing for like a tenner. Yeah. So I just did that, got them all secondhand. I'm really glad I didn't pay for them firsthand now because I read, yeah, books one and two on holiday. And I was like, I'm going to come back to these eventually when I haven't got good things left to read yeah, I, or I, I want to read. At some point. Because they were enjoyable, 
as long as you know yeah. what you're going in for you, you take it in expecting like a twilight or a, a southern vampire mystery she's going to be sorely disappointed but if you go or even just the vampire diaries yeah yeah like the actual <laughs> the vampire diaries the series but as books oh no <laughs> know that it's basically trash it's fine yeah I was very very disappointed I still read the whole thing though yeah it didn't stop me <laughs> yeah but I haven't read the rest but I'll get to them eventually but yeah yeah I read so one two because they were in a I've got one and two together three and four together and then the rest are separate they're quite short to be fair so they're just like well I've got up to number seven I don't know if I've got the whole lot up to number seven. I don't know how many there are I don't know either. Yeah, yeah so that's rude, aren't they? Because they're bad. Yeah, like a harmless again. And this this is not not quite these books are not obviously not that level, but then they're not the kind of they're not like Veronica Roth kind of fantasy. Mm. That well written, like the really good kind that you're like, yes, all of this is just yes. <laughs> so that is book one of what I've read this month. And then I started, and I'm not very far into, A Starless Sea. <laughs> or The Starless Sea. Which one yeah. is it? Which tally is very... The Starless Sea by Erin Morgenstern. And I also got The Night Circus quite recently. So, yeah, I'm about... I think I'm on page, like, 80. Love The Starless Sea. Yeah, I'm really enjoying it, but I'm having to read it in really small dribs and drabs just before I go to bed, and I keep falling asleep. <laughs> That's why I've not got very far in Akamath. Mm-hmm. I've been really tired. So then, like, I'll just kind of, like, I'll read a bit. And usually I'll read for about half an hour, 40 minutes to an hour before I'll get, like, sleepy. But now I've just been, like, a few pages. Oh, time for sleeps. <laughs> yeah. And I even tried going to bed earlier to see if that would give me wrong- longer to read. And I just fell asleep earlier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so clearly. Because I'm in a touch word a non insomnia phase so then my body's just like sleep sleep yeah, all the time well, we're sleep, not sleep. Complain about you not reading because at least you're sleeping yeah this is the bargain we make <laughs> no rule that says you have to often read to be a reader yes yes i'm i'm, I'm swear i'll be better next month um <laughs> if you're not that's fine you know everyone sometimes puts too much pressure on themselves especially when you're in like bookstagram booktube book talk yeah you see people reading loads and you think and you always get really good recommendations you want to read more and more and more but people yep <laughs> not everyone reads a lot and that is fine yeah all these people that are like they've read the number of books I've read for the year they've read them in a month and I'm like what do you do or when do you how do you find this time <laughs> Because I've, for context, I have attempted to do the 100 books in a year challenge for like three years in a row. And then this year I've set my sights a bit lower to the 52 books challenge. And I think I'm on a thing that brings me up to like book 22. So it's, it's, not, it's not looking good because I don't have any long holidays coming up where I catch up on reading. So that's usually what I do. I go on a week's holiday and read. That's, that's people's. That's people's magic. They pick up some short books to fill in the gaps. Yeah, I did. I do read long books in my defence. So, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, like even those, um, the flight, like Kingdom Flesh and Flight, all of them, they're quite chonky fellas. Big chonkers. Yeah, they're chonkers. 
So, but I have listened to, I was re-listening to the Fates Divide audiobook that's for the Carve the Mark series, the second mm. book in the Carve the Mark. So last month I was listening to Carve Mark and I was listening to the Fates Divide. And then I downloaded the first book in the Garth Nix series, um, Sabriel, of the Appleson series. Because it's been ages since I've reread them and I was missing them and I don't have, I can't reread them again because I read them about five times I think it's like the first reread I've had this year I'm pretty impressed with that yeah this this is having this is a loophole I found I'm gonna listen to them all instead and it doesn't because I read it doesn't I am I re-listened to Six of Crows around the time you were getting into them for the first time because I was like I want to live this alongside you (laughs) and it was amazing I want to I love it I loved it when you were reading them and you loved them so much and I was like yes oh my god I didn't expect I honestly did not expect to love them as much as I did I thought Mm. I I expected I would enjoy them I didn't expect to fall in love with them it's the same with the the Ab Horson series where I was going read it read it read it read it and you finally got around to it and you were like oh my god (laughs) yeah and so my friend from when I was a teenager has also been nagging me to read those books. And then when she moved across the world, obviously I got less nagging. And then you basically picked up the mantle. <laughs> I was like, I've got to bloody read these books, haven't I? Um, yeah. I've only read the first three still. I want to read the rest. Yeah, I am. Um, I think I, uh, uh, there's two extra ones, isn't there? I read Clariel, which is one of the prequel ones he released. Yeah. I haven't read Golden Hand yet because that I started that during the doom days of my last job and it never got very far with it. Um, and then I ended up giving up. The bookmark is still in there where I left it. Pile of shame. That's what I yeah. call my pile of books. I started and didn't pick up again for some reason. Yeah, and it's not because it was bad, though. I think it was just the space the headspace of said maybe yeah. no I have um, so many books like that like they're not bad I'm not DNFing them they're just I will come back to them yeah I, I very rarely it has to be really bad for me to put it down otherwise I usually just persevere actually this is maybe the first book in a really Uncle Tom's Cabin is another one I started but then that one's quite Uncle Tom's Cabin <laughs> It's um, <laughs> it's a classic. It's an American classic. Oh, okay. It's about the Deep South. I don't really know more about that. It's about the slave days and Deep South and that kind of stuff. I don't really know anymore because I did not read it. Because again, it's another one that's it was really. I think it's it was released back in the day, so it's obviously written in a different style. It's not written in modern English. Then you need to be like ready to read it. So that's another one I started during my last job where I was like I need to come back to this when I can I want to be able to enjoy it so I was reading a lot of easy fiction before in in 2019 like the color purple have you read that yes loved it that's written like really really well because obviously it's a diary of someone who's basically illiterate yeah yeah so it's written in the dialect that she would have used and that kind of stuff such a good book I'll do a reread on that one actually. Yeah. That was one of those ones. I have a habit of collecting things that are like the ones you're supposed to read. And I actually get to them. I'm like, oh, this is why this is like a classic. (laughs) Like To Kill a Mockingbird. I was surprised how much I enjoyed that. 
yeah that's one I want to read but mm -hmm. I don't really prioritize American classics because yeah <laughs> I like I own a lot to be fair that I intend to read but I mean yeah I barely get through a lot of my British classic authors yeah, exactly but they're just they're all on these lists of like classics you need to read so I'm like I'll, I'll dip into them occasionally yeah but yeah so that's that's all I've read but I bought books this yeah, month tell us tell uh, us. We'll, we'll quickly do that so I'm just gonna I'm gonna show you I bought I already own a collection of a complete collection of Jane Austen novels however I bought another one and it's shiny and pretty you guys can't see it but I'm just gonna get Tally's reaction. I love that. Oh, my shiny boy. Metallic gold. Oh, I like those in internal pages. What are they called? M pages. Is that what they're called? Yeah. But I love yeah. these like sprayed edges. Love it. Oh my god. Just it's got like. Oh, can you can you guys hang on? My ASMR. There you go, guys. Uh, ASMR for the camera. And it's, yeah, there's lots of, it's a very detailed. And that was only like £6 in a charity shop or something. £10. Um, and then I bought a bunch of things. There's a lovely bookstore called Blackwells that's in Oxford that I bought a bunch of stuff from. So I got that Adrienne, which is one of the new ones that has a beautiful cover, golden vines, blue, Is very pretty. mythology retelling? Yes. Yeah. That one's, I think it's Greek mythology, but don't quote me on that. Uh, there's Night a big focus on Greek mythology at the moment, I think. Yeah, I'm kind of into it. Yeah. Kind of, I don't, I've never been a big mythology person. I quite like Norse mythology stuff. Yeah, I want more... Norse mythology retellings because yeah. not as much as there is for Greek. But I got really into you know the TV show The Vikings. I got really into that for a while, so that's why I'm like I like the Norse mythology. <laughs> yeah. Not not um, just for the attractive men, I'm sure. No, not just for that. It's like quite a good story. I am just in love with Lagatha's hair. Lagatha, yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, they, I think they say Lagatha, but everyone of course just calls her Lagatha. I, mean, I did. Um, that's the reason why I shaved some of my head off so I could do those <laughs> plaits like she had. Some of my head off, some of my hair off. Yeah, I actually did like a, a Viking. I did Viking makeup and hair for one of the Halloweens yeah. pre-pandemic. So, and I did. I went. I tried to do a Lagatha hairstyle. My hair was longer then, so I did like the full-on plaits and everything. Um, and I did the eye makeup, and it was a bit the 100E as well. Have you ever seen that series? Yeah, I've not seen it, but I've seen, I know what they look like, yeah. So I went for a bit of a mix of them too. So, yeah, I would love that outfit. Uh, okay, so I also bought The Night Circus, <laughs> The First Woman, Which is Steeped in Gold, The Vanishing Half, and The Book of Dust, The Belle Sauvage. I've still not read it. I had it in my Amazon wishes for like forever. And then it was £2 in the charity shop. So I was like, yep, that would do me. <laughs> yeah. So the Northern Lights is one of my all-time favourite book series, mm. apart from Edge Chronicles and Harry Potter. And I've, I've heard there's a unnecessary sexual assault scene in it. Oh, okay. I think I 
which is why I'm glad I bought in a charity shop for two pounds as well. Mm-hmm. And it's also meant that I've not been inclined to pick it up because I don't want to ruin my love of the series. Do you know what I mean? Maybe I can kind of get because a lot of a lot of the symbolism in the Northern Lights books is to do with the loss of innocence mm-hmm. that comes through growing up. Yeah. So maybe if he has got that's the angle, but still I don't like it as a plot device. No, because he's managed, he managed to approach the loss of innocence and like the church's expectation on remaining pure, etc., without yeah. going down that line. And that is just a lazy plot device. Yeah, and I don't, I, don't, I don't take it anymore. I do not accept it anymore. Especially post Game of Thrones, it's it's just like okay, we've we've done this storyline. Like okay, you're trying to represent like the struggles of women, but like, can you just about stop it, it now? Like I read the Lies of Locke Lamora. I don't know if you've ever read the Gentleman Bastard series. No, it was really good, and it's got a fantastic found family thing throughout it that's the first mm-hmm. book of the trilogy but then they fall on the woman in the in the bathtub thing which is you know the no woman in the refrigerator trope which is the female character in it who is barely built you know she's kind of just a female and she gets killed off for the male protagonist to Ugh. do his journey and I was like, I really love this book. And that just really lets it down. And because it's just that one little thing, I've not picked up the rest of the trilogy, even though the rest of the book I yeah. loved. And just that okay. one little thing, I'm like, eh. I mean, I know you were written a while ago, but you weren't written long enough ago that, I don't know. I'm just like, yeah. just gives I, you the ick. <laughs> I it when you read older male authors, which in fantasy and sci-fi, they're mostly male authors when you go yeah apart from like Octavia Butler who was actually the pioneer of like sci-fi as we know it they're all male authors so they all fall on that so you kind of expect it a little bit for older books but I don't I don't accept it for modern books I just I think it it was like the old kind of feminism of like yeah they feel like they're representing how women are treated but now it's like Ah, but we're, we're not a plot device. <laughs> Be smart. Yeah. If you it's done now. To build up a character, then don't just don't have them at all. Like mm-hmm. women women suffering as a plot device for a man to proceed in his journey is just not acceptable. I'm sorry, it's just not. But yeah, that's that's all my reading and <laughs> buying as well so spending money oh, can't wait to not read them <laughs> in the previous talked, episode yeah probably heard me and tony talking about cassandra claire and um tony telling me what order to read them in and then when i was in the works i bought the box set of the mortal instruments so sweet yeah. and you've got the audio of the other one isn't it Clock, clockwork prince or something is it called? yeah yeah yeah. I've got the audio of that, so I'll give that a go when I'm done on my horror audio kick, which at least those... essentially could run me through <laughs> till Halloween. Yeah, at least with the Cassandra Kaya ones, they're split into smaller series, is it? so you can dip in and out. You don't have to power through all of them necessarily, because yeah. otherwise it is a big commitment. And I'd rather you read Skullduggery at this point. <laughs> 
another one that I really want to read and till you read them I knew nothing about them all I knew was that I wanted to read them because the acknowledgements yeah his acknowledgements are so funny yeah yeah I kept seeing it and I was like I need to read this series because this author sounds funny no do you know what I did I didn't buy them first I you could get the first three books on audiobook together on audible oh okay credit so I did that and I enjoyed them so much and it wasn't very conducive to sleep but I really really enjoyed them that's after our last long book tangent that's it we're done (laughs) we were worried that we wouldn't be able to fill up an episode and I think we've talked longer than we usually do I thought um zoom had like a 45 minute limit we've never actually been told never actually had it cut out I think because I downloaded like the proper desktop app so maybe that's why maybe they got rid of that limit I mean it was stupid to keep it during all the lockdowns and sheet hmm, interesting anyway so that's it we'll speak to you next week about something book related <laughs> and it's all well planned far in advance <laughs> next week is officially bookish chat <laughs> mm-hmm I've seen a lot of tally this week doing stuff for you guys. <laughs> um, okay, bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Check out the link tree in our Instagram bio for our blogs, TikToks, and our own Instagrams.